Okay, but we have degrees though, so. <laughs> Woo. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Millennial Mamas 24-7. I'm Desiree. What's up? I'm Brittany. Mm-hmm. You know who it is. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs> so today we're going to get into back to school. Mm. Our, our kids went back to school at different times, but essentially it's been about two weeks two or weeks, so, yeah. right? Two weeks. Um, so we're going to get into that. Um, we're going to give our two cents, five cents, five cents maybe 10 cents, 25 cents. 25 cents. That's as far as I, I got high standards. We're going to give our dollar. Okay. On why um, we made the very, very tough decision um, to send the boys back to school and also how it's going mm-hmm. um our concerns um things that have happened um the good the bad the pros the cons all those great things so we'll be right back okay so we're back um first and foremost we have been in the pandemic for oh the panoramic <sighs> For what, almost two years come 2022? We've been in the Panera Bread for almost <laughs> I mean, two years. Can you believe it's been that long? No. Oh. So I'm sure, as you all know, we have all faced many challenges, um, personally, professionally, um, especially as it pertains to school. Um, although... We had tough decisions about school in the fall. Mm-hmm. Our kids were still actively going somewhere right. Um, right. during this time. So Jameer um, was able to wrap up preschool. Um, he ended up going back last year, I think in September, around the time that they decided that kids could still be in school. And for me, it was a really tough decision because Jameer is asthmatic. Um, and there were just, I just wasn't sure, you know, I just was not really sure. And so scary, very scary. They reassured me that they had implemented all of these different protocols and were keeping it safe. And, um, thankfully there were no, um, there were no incidents, um, while he was there after he returned, but it was a really, really, uh, it was a really tough decision. And then Brittany, I'll let Brittany talk about what her decision was with Aiden. Um, so Aiden has actually been in quote unquote school since he was three months. I had to, mm. like a lot of moms do, I had to return to work um, maybe three months after I gave birth. So Aiden has been in daycare since he was three months old, which already for a new mom and I'm sure any mom or parent can relate relate, but specifically (laughs) my mama's um I had a lot of anxiety not only just for his safety but nobody's going to take care of your kid like you're going to take care of your kid but yeah prayed about it had a bunch of faith and sent him to daycare um of course they have you know your common cold you got flu season he's born in October so it's in the peak of sickness Mm -mm. right 
No. So I've already had anxiety. So let's <laughs> just fast forward to school when it was time for him to go to pre-K four. Um, when the pandemic happened, his daycare actually shut down, and Aiden was home with me yeah. because I was James, working from home. Yeah, James most of them shut down, shut right? Down. Yeah. Um, Aiden was home with me for nine months. So I'm working from home full time. And for those of you who, you know, joke about people who work from home, it's even harder for me when I'm at home full time than if I have to go into the office. Okay. And then I have a kid. God bless At the time, Aiden was what? One and a half, two. And he was home with me for nine months. Oh, yeah. Nine months. He was very little. Yes. He's about to be four. That's how long this panoramic has been going on. Oh, my God. (laughs) He'll be four next month. Okay. Okay. So, um, my decision to send him, um, after a lot of research, I have a few friends who work for the CDC. My sister works for Homeland Security. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of my good friends, the, the, you know, we talked about her on our first podcast. Um, Courtney Griffin is a nurse, so we get a lot of firsthand information medically. Um, on top of just, I didn't want to be ignorant to what COVID was, you know, the effects of it. And all that good stuff. Did my research and prayed about it. Aiden needed the stability. And he, don't get me, Aiden is a great kid. Loves yeah. to be at home. Loves to be around his family. Of course, I had jam. I had other kids that he could, um, yeah. you know, hang with. But I needed for him to have that structure. On top of just like any other parent who's at home or who's trying to work and do things. Um, in most instances, it's, it was solely me. Um, I was living with my mom at the time, so she was able to help, but she too was working from home. She works for a um, college, so she was working from home because schools were shut down. It's just just really a mess. It's a mess. It was all a mess, and you had to just figure it out. So I I wanted him to have that structure. Um, Aiden is super, super intelligent. I just wanted him to get back into that school setting and get back to learning, get back to challenging. Um, So like I said, I prayed about it and did my research. I too, like Desiree said, met with the principal, met with his teacher, um, got all the CDC guidelines, everything that they're going to try to do to reduce the exposure. I'm not going to say to prevent it because it's, it's not, you can't prevent it. Um, yeah. So prayed about it and voila, two weeks in, he's doing great. It's been incident free. Knocking on knock wood. On Y'all wood. can't see me about knocking <laughs> on wood. So Brittany mentioned something um, very important that um, raised a thought. Um, she used the word exposure. And I noticed one thing that didn't sit well with me in terms of sending the kids back to school is that people, I feel like people have become a little lax and they have stopped doing contact tracing mm-hmm. at all. And so Which part of my, scary. right. And so part of my worry in making a decision for Jameer to go back to school was really exposing him to another group of people, like adding um, another layer, especially since the school that he was at, he could have continued on um, for kindergarten, but also much like what Brittany said, Jameer needed the structure. um, He needed the socialization. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like his school was just too small. So it was great for the panoramic, but in the <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, yeah. he needed to be around more children. And I kind of felt like I needed to uproot him or um, transition him from where he was to prepare him for, um, you know, for public school because I sent him public, Yeah, you know. 
<laughs> I roll my eyes, but that's where he is for now. Kindergarten will not kill him. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that I was really worried about. It's like um, at the, the preschool that he was at was very controlled. There were all of six kids in his classroom, including how him. Many, how many students yeah, including him. Um, they did a very good job with the kids working in silos and socializing in silos. So they were pretty much with their age group, very mm -hmm. small and controlled. And then um, having to make the decision to send him to like a much larger school um, gave me a lot of uh, anxiety. Um, because- Still gives us anxiety. Yeah, because well, now he's at an elementary school that goes up to fifth grade um and so when i think about where he was before like they were maybe like five or six classes and i'm just saying this off the top of my head but literally we all know if anybody has ever been to a public school or in the public school system um it's gotten worse so to speak um and a lot of the classes are overcrowded you know there is a a shortage with bus drivers, a shortage with teachers. A lot of people are quitting. Mm -hmm. um, for different reasons. For different reasons, been, of especially course. Especially during the pandemic. A lot of people yes. are being, because a lot of teachers are parents also. And they have to yes. choose to come in and be exposed or exactly. be home, you know, exactly. carry it home to their children. So And so that just really, really worried me. But mm -hmm. um, thankfully, Jameer's class size is actually very, very small. I think they're all of maybe... 10 or 11 kids in his class, um, which makes me feel great about the level of exposure. But then um, the logical side of me is very much like, well, it only takes one kid. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter, you know, how many kids are in the classroom right. because all you need is one. One sneeze, one cough. One sneeze, one, one little, cough. One little... That's all you need. So one thing that I think we can all agree on um, in, as it pertains to the pandemic is the influx of information, mm -hmm. um, misinformation, good information, bad information. Shout out to the conspiracy theorists, but not really, because y'all have come up with some crazy stuff. And y'all are really scaring But people. whatever. So anyway, yeah. A lot of this, a lot of what has gone on during the pandemic and why people have an extra layer of anxiety about where to go, what to do, who to be in contact with, mask up, not mask up, wash your hands, sanitize, don't go nowhere, stay in house. Um, it's because of all of the information that you're constantly being inundated with. And so at some point, you know, you kind of have to make a decision and uh, do, you know, what's best for you. Right. And your family, I mean, I think that that's really what it boils down to. There is, I guess you can say objectively, there is no right or wrong um, way to do it. But yes, there is. I lied. Were your math. Okay, were your math. <laughs> were your math. Okay, were your math. So anyway, um, we have brought up the word... Uh, information and we're we have a special guest okay shout out to the special guest shout, shout out to the special <laughs> guest we gonna give a we gonna clap for and you know what 
So impromptu. Super not planned. Um, we do in the future want to have special guests on the show. We weren't expecting yep. to have it this soon, but because the person is so bomb, you know, and we're together <laughs> all the time, <laughs> this was the perfect opportunity. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Can I? Can I go ahead and introduce? Okay, so go ahead and introduce our in girl. our first episode. We debuted this special guest. Okay, the glue and did and did and did. Mm -hmm. We call her Dr. Courtney Griffin. Mm -hmm. She is a nurse, y'all, but this is just a little inside joke because she's mm -hmm. completely knowledgeable That's about That's Dr. Everything. Griffin to okay. you. Oh, All of you. Oh. <laughs> Mrs. C, if you're nasty. Okay. okay. <laughs> we ain't going to talk so, about it. We're we not going to. the mic over to, um, in all seriousness, Courtney Griffin is a health professional. She's been in the profession for over 10 years. Um, we wanted to get an unbiased opinion of, um, we will talk about vaccinations, but in general, what is your professional opinion about COVID, about precautions, what we should or should not be doing, what information we should or should not be listening to? Give us your opinion. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. <laughs> um, I'm Courtney. I've been a nurse for well over 10 years. Um, been fighting this pandemic for the past almost two years now, working in, in, the, in the emergency department. Um, just to kind of keep it very brief, I think that it's very important, number one, to do your own research, um, whether or not you want to get vaccinated, you don't want to get vaccinated. Um, it's very important that you do your research using very uh, important insights such as CDC, not Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. Guide your own self. Don't let anybody else guide you. But just to kind of give some unbiased and very true facts, it's very important, number one, in this season, because flu season is coming up to not jump off topic, but Wear your mask and wash your hands. Those are two of the biggest, most important things that we can do right now, especially when you're in a crowd of people. If you know that you are sick and you know that someone that is sick, please make sure you stay at home and, tr and try to just, you know, treat yourself. Um, if you are apprehensive about your kids returning to school or going to work, find out what are they doing what is the schools doing what is your employer doing to make sure that you are safe from COVID? do i need to bring my own hand sanitizer do i need to bring my own lysol and wipes to make sure that we are adhering to the protocols that have been in place by the cdc um one biggest thing that i can say in in this season is that we are we are we are barking upon flu season so it's very important that you continue to wash your hands and wear your mask. I, I, I can't preach that enough. That is the most one. That's the most important thing. Whether you choose to get vaccinated or not, I, I'm not a I'm not one to get into that debate, but it's up to you. But if you whatever choice you make, make sure you can live with that and, and deal with whatever consequence happens if you do or you don't. Thank you. Thank you. We have some additional questions, but we're going to take a very quick break. Wasn't that informative, you guys? I mean, that was so informative. Anyway, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with Dr. Griffin. Thanks. I didn't even say. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Courtney has already provided excellent information. Um, we're just going to ask maybe one more question. Um, you touched on vaccinations, which Desiree and I were going to hit on anyway. So let's just segue into the vaccination. So we know through media, social media, newspapers, whatever it is, Facebook, Instagram, whatever your means of receiving your information is um, 
your daily information. Can you give us, and everyone has very strong opinions, I think both anti-vax and pro-vaccination. Um, what is your professional unbiased opinion, obviously, of vaccination and or what are what is some information that you think um, we should know about vaccinations? So in terms of vaccinations, I think number one, everyone should do your, again, like I said, do your own research. Vaccinations were created to help prevent diseases and the spread of diseases that have been, I mean, plagued with our environment for so long. Number one, if you are apprehensive about getting the vaccine, I think you should, number one, consult with your primary care physician, especially if you're someone who has health issues, health disparities, hypertension, diabetes, cancer, if you're immunocompromised, I highly recommend that you consult with your provider about getting the vaccine. I I think that if you are someone who does not want to get the vaccine, that is your opinion and that's fine. You just have to make sure that you are being very uh, cautious when you are in the environment around a lot of people. Um, just to kind of give you an opinion, I have I work in the emergency department, so I have seen what people have went through who are unvaccinated and who are vaccinated. And what they say, what the CDC is reporting is very true, but I want you to do your own research and I want you to consult with your physician, your primary care provider to see exactly what they recommend for your health. Um, but this vaccine is, it's real, it, it, it works, it helps. Um, but I don't, I don't want you to feel bad, to feel any kind of way. I want you to be very strong in your opinion if you choose to get the vaccine, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. But don't belittle anyone. Don't look at anyone any different if they choose to get the vaccine, that they're promoting it. And don't belittle anyone if they don't choose to get the vaccine. For people who don't want to get the vaccine, I think you need to be fine with that. But be, be very true and understanding in your opinion. And what happens if you don't? Um, that is my very unbiased opinion on that. Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Dr. Griffin. Thank you. Um, and I want to touch on a point that Courtney made. Please do not judge someone on their personal beliefs. Do not try to push your beliefs onto other people. Like she said, and like she is emphasizing, please do your research. What works for you may not work for the next person. Um, everyone's circumstances are different. So please, please, please be mindful and be respectful when you're sharing your opinions. It's okay to have positive and constructive debates but please don't judge please please do your own research um and i think desiree can attest to this we are super pro mind your business okay that's just that's it pro mind your In business all <laughs> drink your, your water drink and your mind water. your business okay <laughs> mind your business okay do what works for you and your family at the end of the day I, that phrase does something to me. But anyway, at the end of the day, we want everyone to be healthy. We want everybody to see another day. We want to be able to convene with our friends. We'll never go back to quote unquote being normal. No, but whatever the, the new norm gone. is going to be, you know, whatever the yeah. new norm is going to be, let's embrace it. You know, let's love one another. Let's kumbaya. And I think with that, you know, can we can we close out the show? Desiree wants to wants to. <laughs> yes but with that we want to say thank you again to our special guest um nurse griffin 
Um, Desiree, thank you for sharing Jam's back to school story. We wish everyone a healthy and successful year, no matter what decision you decide to make. Yep, yep. Peace, love, and soul. soul.